are listening to the Traditional Outdoors Podcast. Welcome to the Traditional Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Angel. And you know what? It's been a while. Uh, I know everyone's probably been wondering where we've been. Uh, I think the last episode was released sometime in March. I know that was with Rory Whisk. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's been a while. And I will tell you up front, that is 100% all on me. It's on, it's on my shoulders. Um, talk a little bit about why that, why that came to be. Um, just so everyone is aware, uh, it, it came about really right after, uh, we recorded the episode with Rory. I asked Nick to, to kind of hang out on the, on the, on the call after Rory dropped and, and we talked about it and really what it ultimately comes down to is, is I needed, I needed a break. Uh, many of you may not know that back in, uh, the previous November, I had shut down the storefront on the simply traditional site and that gave me a, a little bit more freedom and, Ultimately, I just felt like I needed to take a step back. Um, you know, things after my wife passed away, <clears throat> the the podcast was was a bit of a good outlet to to just you know get away from from reality. But you know, as time just went on, it just became uh, a situation where uh, I was not I was not really in a very good place, and I I was struggling to. Uh, focus on, you know, finding guests, sending out equipment, getting things lined up. Uh, and, and ultimately I decided that, uh, a, like I said, I needed a break B, I didn't want to produce, uh, content with anything less than above a hundred percent, um, involvement on my part of both, you know, the preparing participation, uh, working the line guests up, those kind of things. And, and I just talked to Nick and said, you know what, I think we're going to take a a hiatus. And as it turned out, that kind of worked out well for Nick. He was going through some changes with work and so forth. So it was kind of good timing. We were also getting into for, for us, what I would refer to as the off season. I'm not a, I'm not a big turkey hunter. Um, uh, I like chasing pigs and, and did some of that and, uh, I do enjoy fly fishing a good bit, but we've never really produced a lot of consistent content on those topics. So it was just a, it just made sense. It was a good time to uh, take a break. And, and I'll admit, and it's anybody that knows me knows this is not something that's easy for me to say, much less, you know, present it publicly. But uh, looking back, I know I was, I was dealing with some depression as well. Um, you know, my, uh, my wife of 23 years was no longer in my life. Um, Bella, who is a absolute superstar, my daughter, you know, uh, she helped me, honestly, she helped me through a lot. Um, she was in some ways she was stronger than I was. And I think just over time and, you know, her getting ready to go back to school at the time, um, you know, it left me it left me in the house by myself and it, um, yeah, I just wanted to, I wasn't in a good place in a lot of different ways. So the reset did me a lot of good. Um, 
you know, I, I was focusing really hard on work and, and most nights I would just, you know, I would, I would find something to, to entertain myself, watch TV or, uh, tie flies, some other things. And there's some other hobbies that I've kind of started getting back into. It's not something that, uh, is really new for me, but it's been many years since, since I've done that. And you may hear some of that on the podcast and heck, I may drop some of it before this episode, finishes. I don't see this one being very long, mainly because uh, it's really just about where we've been and where I see the podcast going. So, you know, I, I, this is probably going to be less than 30 minutes, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, but there are some things that, you know, I'm, I'm looking to, to, or I've started getting back into, I'm looking to take advantage of this fall. Um, not necessarily, you know, traditional from a bow hunting perspective, but as I've said on the podcast many times, traditional outdoors isn't just about traditional bow hunting. It's more about a mindset and, you know, we'll get into some of that. I I may put some polls out on Facebook and so forth and see if people are interested in, uh, some content that may not, you know, may be a little bit outside what we've produced in the past. And we'll just kind of play that by ear. Um, what else? Another thing, uh, I guess that, that really took place and this was, um, not long after, uh, we released the, the last episode, uh, I did, uh, meet someone. Uh, so there's, there is, uh, uh, a new lady in my life and I would be, uh, lying to say that, you know, that has probably not been also part of where, you know, the podcast has been. I felt like, that was something that as it, as it, uh, as the relationship formed, I guess it, it was something I felt like I needed to devote some additional attention to. Um, and we have, we've actually talked about, you know, getting back into doing some of the podcast recording and, and she is all on board for it. You know, she supports me a hundred and, uh, wow, 130, 150%. Uh, um, so from, from that perspective, that is a, something very positive that has taken place in my life over the last five months. Um, I don't know if, uh, and it really doesn't matter because the time the podcast drops, nobody really knows when the episode was recorded, but historically Nick and I have recorded most of the episodes at night. Um, there are been, there have been some that I've recorded at off times during the day and so forth. And, uh, I think some of that's going to change. I think some of the recording may take place early in the morning, midday, during my lunch. Who knows? I, like I said, I'm going to try to keep most of them short. Um, and I don't, I don't really know when they'll be recorded necessarily. Um, Nick and I have, have chatted and we'll get to that in a minute, but, um, uh, his, some things have changed in his life that's going to have some impact. Um, so anyway, it, it, there, there's going to, it may sound, uh, a little bit different in a couple different ways. One, because I'm not recording at eight or nine o'clock at night when I've already had a, um, 10, 12 hour day. I think that could be a, a benefit, but, um, with regards to Nick, uh, actually I, I chatted with Nick a little over a week ago. Um, something else most folks don't know. I, the whole month of August, I was pretty much sick. Uh, had strep for, I think it was 14 days before I ever got that, uh, identified and was, you know, got antibiotics prescribed and, and got that taken care of. 
I finished the, the last antibiotic on Wednesday and uh, started feeling crappy again on Friday and turned out somehow I'd contracted COVID while I was getting rid of strep. So I had COVID for two weeks and um, the the woman that, I've, that I'm seeing uh, also contracted uh, COVID and a couple of weeks ago, uh, I would, had taken her, she had to, she had to get a, a COVID test. So I, I driven her for that and I was sitting in the car and I started texting Nick and we, anyway, we ended up just getting on the phone call and chatting. And I, at that time, uh, I told Nick that I thought I was done. I, I, I just said, you know, I, I, I can't, I'm not having a, um, epiphany or, you know, anything that's just saying, this is something you, you need to do. Um, I hadn't really thought about any topics. It just, you know, I just didn't, I didn't know if it was, if it was something I was just ever going to pick up and continue again. I told him I wanted to continue the video content and thought that's where I was going to, uh, focus my efforts. And Nick and I had a, a great, great chat. We talked a good bit and we both kind of felt like the, the part we hated most about you know, not moving forward with the podcast was that it was always a good way for Nick and I to catch up, you know, every week, every other week, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, I think we both realized we were going to, to miss that. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make an effort to stay in touch with Nick, regardless of, of where we, we go with the podcast. But, uh, it also, uh, kind of reiterated that it made sense somewhat for, uh, Nick, because his his job has changed, his, the amount of work and effort he's having to put forth his his career uh, has changed. So he doesn't, you know, he said, I just, I don't know what kind of time I'd have to devote to it anyway. Um, so anyway, after a, a 30 to 45 minute call of catching up with everything, uh, we kind of left it with, at that point, that, you know, we it was just going to be the videos going forward. And you know, it's funny. Um, I saw a post, uh, I think it was later that same week, uh, Dan Infault posted on Facebook and, and Dan's been on the podcast. Um, I know, you know, I actually got one email, uh, as a result of that podcast with somebody talking about something Dan had done that they obviously didn't like. And, and, you know, they were, they were not going to listen to the podcast anymore. If I was, you know, I'm not getting into that. Dan, Dan was kind enough to be on the podcast. Dan spends a ton of his personal time trying to help others be successful. Uh, I don't know if it, it, whatever the guy told me, I don't know if it was even true or not. And guess what? I don't care. I go off of what I see uh, in a person, not, not rumor. Um, but anyway, that's a whole nother. I don't even know how, why I managed to go down that rabbit hole. But um, Dan had posted a, a post on Facebook about, um, a friend acquaintance of his, uh, that was, that was looking to sell a, a tree saddle of all things. And as I read through, I've got a saddle, I didn't need one, but I, I read through it anyway and come to find out, um, the gentleman is, is fighting cancer. As I understand it, it's his second fight with uh, a brain tumor. Uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but, uh, the more I thought about that, I thought, you know what, I don't need a saddle, but 
you know, I think he was asking $250. I, I said, you know what? I can still spare $250. And I managed to track the guy down and got his, uh, uh, pay. I think it was PayPal or Venmo. No, it was Venmo. Got his Venmo info and said, you know what? I don't need the saddle, but you know, here's the money you were asking for that. And I think he ended up selling the, the saddle too. And from what I saw, there was a lot of other people that, that also was asking how they could, how they could donate money, but it was just, um, it also happened. It was within a week of the anniversary of my wife's, um, uh, service, uh, where, where, uh, after she had passed away, sorry. Um, and it just felt like the right thing to do to help him out. But the more I thought about that, the more I realized that, you know, the, the podcast and what Nick and I, uh, initially started with was we wanted to entertain people, but we wanted to, we wanted to help people too. Um, so it's, um, it kind of convinced me to, to just keep moving forward, uh, with the podcast in some, in some capacity. And I sat down and I thought about, you know, what I wanted to do. And if I was going to move forward with the podcast, how could I do it? But at the same time, keep it manageable, produce useful content, uh, content that I was proud of. Uh, and that would be, again, both entertaining as well as uh, helpful to like-minded individuals in the outdoors. So I jotted down a few ideas and ultimately what I hope to do and what I'm currently planning to do is most of the episodes will be uh, shorter. I'm thinking, you know, 30 minutes or so. Uh, I'm hoping they will be more frequent as in hopefully one a week. Maybe sometimes there will be more. It's really going to be you know, whatever, whatever I might be doing or crosses my mind, I think, you know what, that'd be a good short episode just to put, you know, some content out and maybe, you know, give somebody some information or maybe even start another discussion. I I don't, I don't, I don't really know yet, but that's, that's kind of my plans. There will be episodes that will be in support of video content that's being produced. Uh, There may be some episodes that, are the same audio as a video that's posted. I've got a few ideas there. Uh, so I may record a, a, a video about a topic and just use the audio from that video as a podcast episode. So, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you hear about the video, you can go watch the video, uh, that kind of thing. So I've got some ideas. Uh, in fact, I've already got a couple of future episodes planned and I hope to start working on those uh, next week. Uh, as far as the video, excuse me, um, and then the the associated podcast episode to go with it. May even do a podcast in advance of a, a coming YouTube video within a few days. So look for some of that. Uh, I do want the two to uh, coincide and, and help one another. I think the, the YouTube channel is something I've been wanting to grow for a while that it's, it's one of those things that the podcast is something I got really efficient at being able to edit those and the video editing is still something that takes a good bit of my time. So that's probably the biggest hurdle I've had from uh, producing video content. So <clears throat> that's kind of what I'm, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So look for that going forward. And, you know, hopefully, you know, after this video drops, hopefully there will be an episode about something within, you know, within a week and 
just, you know, be patient with me, especially as I'm kind of getting this rebooted. It, some may be more frequent, some may be a little bit uh, further apart. Um, so going back to uh, March, what's been going on since March? I've kind of given you some of those things. Uh, I haven't been doing much hunting since then. I have gotten out, done a little bit of scouting. Um, the April, uh, North, so the North Carolina trout season opens the first Saturday of April every year. And that's something I've done, um, since I was probably 16 off and on. And the last several years I've, I've made the trip on occasion, but it was with a lot of things that I was doing with Bella, especially once she got, uh, around six, seven years old. Uh, we, we got her involved in soccer and, after the first season, I ended up being the coach. That's a whole other long story, but I coached her team for many years and, and that always fell during uh, this trout season opener. So I didn't go. And as many of you will know, if you've done something on a regular yearly basis, and then all of a sudden you don't do it for uh, five, six, seven years, then it kind of breaks the cycle. And that's what I found. You know, some years I would go, some years I didn't go. And I decided last year that that was something that I really enjoyed and I was going to make a very strong effort to start doing every year. And this year was really the first and invited, a, you know, several folks to, to tag along with me. And for various reasons, some of them couldn't make it. Uh, Tom was supposed to come down from Michigan and I'm not going to get into a lot of Tom's business, but Tom changed uh, his, his job, his, uh, employer, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, and, and he couldn't really start a new job and then turn around and, and be gone for a long weekend. So, uh, he had to back out. And then when he backed out, I think Nick just ultimately decided he, it was a combination of not wanting to make the trip by himself. I think he had some, it's been a while, but I think he had some uh, home repair issues that, that popped up that he wasn't counting on and that kind of thing. So Nick had to drop out. Uh, but Derek Sheehan and his wife came down. Uh, my good friend, Brandon Gravett, who lives here in Georgia, uh, he went with us and we ended up shortening the trip by a day for a couple of different reasons. But we caught our limit. I think everybody caught their limit pretty much every day. Um, wasn't as, as crazy as I've seen it in years past, but you know, if I can catch, you know, the equivalent of my limit each day, I'm, I'm perfectly happy. Uh, Derek brought, I don't even remember how many he brought. He'll, he'll correct me if I'm wrong. I know it was six, maybe eight of his custom, uh, split bamboo fly rods, just phenomenal. So I actually got to spend a day, uh, fishing with one of those and, and Derek even sent it home with me. And I'm ashamed to say I've, I've just had so many other things going on. I still haven't gotten back out with that bamboo rod, but I, I do want to do that soon. Uh, but, oh, what a joy to cast those things. And, uh, just a different, just a different feel as much as I love, uh, and have, you know, gotten to love the fiberglass rods in the last couple of years, the split bamboo is, it's just different. Um, I'm not going to say I like it better than my, my fiberglass. I'm not going to say I like the glass rods better than the bamboo. It's just different, but it, from a nostalgia perspective, it was pretty cool to get out and, and, and fish with those bamboo rods for a day, uh, called, you know, again, I think I pretty much caught my limit that day. 
had a very, very cool experience happen while I uh, was on that trip, something that I've been wanting to do or wanting to occur as long as I can remember. Uh, I had broken off from the group. I had uh, gone upstream and the, the road followed the stream to a point and then the road took a sharp turn away from the stream. So I went a little ways and and thought I found a, a decent place where I could navigate just really thick, nasty uh, scrub trees and navigating through that with a, you know, a seven foot, six inch fly rod, especially one that was custom built out of bamboo by a friend that's with you that you didn't pay for. You, you know, I, I tried to find a, a decent place that I could navigate through this thick stuff and I did. And, and got over to the stream and, you know, as far as you could see in either direction, didn't see anybody. It didn't look like there'd been a lot of people back there fishing at all. And I think the second pool that I walked up to, I was, you know, fishing a, a deeper run off on the opposite side of the stream, standing in water, maybe, I don't know, two foot deep, something like that. And I just happened to look down. And at first I just thought, you know, there was um, wet wood or driftwood in the water. And then the wood started moving. And as soon as it moved, it hit me that it was something that I'd been wanting to see in the wild for many years. It was a, a hellbender. And for those that don't know, a hellbender, hellbender is a salamander, but it is a very large salamander. And I would say this one was a full grown adult, pretty close to as large as they get somewhere around 14 to 15 inches in length. I managed to get a good bit of video with my phone, uh, even had the phone submerged, you know, the camera submerged in the water, uh, getting video of them. I post some of those on Facebook. So some people may have seen them, but one of the, just one of the coolest things ever to see something that's, uh, a, approaching, if not already on the endangered species list in, in certain areas. I know, uh, North Carolina requests, they actually require it, but I know a lot of people don't do it, but they request that you, uh, called the Wildlife Resources Commission in North Carolina and report the sighting because it's one, an indication that, that one has been seen, but also it's a very good indication of water quality uh, because they, they just can't tolerate um, anything less than, than pristine, pretty much pristine water. So anyway, that was, that was really cool. Um, so that we, we had a great trip, camped out for the, well, Brandon and I camped, um, Derek and his wife had a, uh, they did an Airbnb cabin, which I think I'm probably going to do next year because it was really cool. Um, and the, the cost wasn't that bad. I don't know. I like camping too, so I'm just going to kind of <clears throat> wait and see. But that was a fantastic trip. Um, and then this summer, like I said, I've done a few things. I've, I've uh, for those that follow me on Facebook, uh, I am going to be doing a little gun hunting this fall. Uh, so I'll talk about that in just a minute, but, uh, as, as part of that, uh, I am getting back into reloading. Both of these are things that the, the gun hunting I haven't done for over 20 years. The, the reloading, um, has probably been close to 30 years. Um, I know I haven't done any since I moved to Georgia and that was in 98 because before I moved, I sold all my equipment. So, um, that's been a, a good bit of my summer researching, buying equipment, looking for powder and primers and, and bullets. As anybody knows that does that, those are, 
uh, pretty hard to, to come by and locate. So that's been a, a good bit of my summer. And, you know, I, I, that is something that I enjoy. It's almost uh, uh, therapeutic uh, just to sit down and, and load ammo. And I'm loading everything in a single stage press. So it's not like it's just cranking out, you know, tons of ammo. But uh, that's one of the things that I'm going to probably put a poll out and see, you know, if people would be interested in seeing content around uh, around that, uh, whether it's the, the, the firearms, most of what I will be hunting with is, is handguns designed for hunting, uh, might do some with, uh, some, uh, long rifles. I haven't decided yet, but, uh, maybe the reloading stuff, if somebody's interested in some specific things about that. But like I said, I may put some polls out and just get some feelers. I haven't decided yet if that's something I want to do. Uh, but that, you know, that's been a big part of my, my summer. Um, I am looking forward to deer season. I'm looking forward to some tree time. I'm looking forward to get out and doing some, you know, in-season scouting. I've got several places that I've scouted uh, in the years past that that I'm looking forward to getting in and uh, scouting, you know, midday or the day of the hunt. Uh, it's just really, I always look forward to, to opening day as much for, everything that goes with the deer season as it is just the, the deer hunt. So I am looking forward to that. Uh, I mentioned the gun hunting. The only thing I would plan on right now, as far as any gun hunting, Georgia has on many of our WMAs, they have what are called managed hunts. And these are uh, typically four day hunts. Usually they're buck only. They may have one or two uh, uh, either sex days as part of that, that managed hunt. But those managed hunts, they do attract a lot of hunters. Um, the, the tags, if you, if you kill an animal during those hunts, it doesn't, you don't use your, your regular tags. They give you a special tag. So it, it actually gives you additional tags for the year. Uh, and I have thought about, and in fact, I have hunted some of those hunts in the past with, uh, a bow, but the, the problem that I, that I always have is, you know, it's, it's so crowded. And if I shoot an animal and it runs 50 yards and somebody else shoots it with a firearm, I just don't need that. I don't need, and I don't want that aggravation. So I ended up, I kind of stopped doing it, but I'm looking forward to get back to it. Um, another piece of that is, uh, in, in the past for the last 21, 22 years, um, the, the only one in the house that ate venison was me. So I would take a couple of animals each year and, and process those for myself and anything else. I had some friends around that, that liked venison that uh, had large families. I would donate any venison to them. And, uh, in fact, let animals walk because I just didn't, I didn't have anywhere for them to go. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to eat that much by myself. And that's, that's a little bit different now. Um, the lady that I'm, that I'm seeing loves venison. So I'm planning on putting more venison in the freezer and, and looking forward to saving a little money. I process everything myself. So, uh, I don't really have the processing cost associated with the venison and I'm looking to do a few things different as far as probably going to do some of my own sausage this year, maybe some summer sausage, uh, so a lot of different things and, and I'll be able to use a little bit more meat. So, uh, I think the, the managed hunts with the firearms is going to be a, a way to do that. 
Uh, outside of those managed hunts, everything else I do will still be with a longbow and I'll be hunting with a longbow in some areas all the way up until the end of January, 2023 this season. So I uh, got a lot of opportunities and hopefully there's a lot of opportunity for content, video content as a part of that. Um, so I think I've covered everything that I really wanted to cover in this episode. I think the one thing I may not have mentioned, so uh, if I did, please forgive me for, for rolling back and bringing this back up, but um, I, I don't think, I know Nick and Tom both will participate in some episodes, but I think the um, chances are the, the average episode will probably just be me or maybe me and another guest. Uh, but I know Nick does still want to participate. We just got to figure out how we can coordinate the timing and so forth to, to do that and have him on some. I know he's also uh, working on his second book that he hopes to release soon. Um, same thing goes with Tom. I know Tom's also very busy with, with his job. I'm sure he will participate at times when he can. And I'd love to have him on. I love talking to those guys and catching them up. And I love to create you know memories that, that we can all go back and listen to. Um, in the future as part of the podcast. So, uh, you know, I know, uh, they will be participating. I just, I can't really say right now what the frequency of that will be. And unfortunately that may mean you're just listening to my voice. So, uh, hopefully that doesn't, that doesn't turn people away, but, uh, it is what it is. Um, I think I mentioned the guests, uh, and I do want to, I do want to touch on that just real briefly. Um, uh, as well as sponsor sponsorship for the podcast. Cause I think that's going to be a big deal for some moving forward too. But, um, with regards to guests, I, I thought about that a bit and, and I think the guests that I will have on, I'm going to try to look for guests that, uh, have, have something informative that, that I think will be beneficial to the listeners. Um, entertaining is always a plus, you know, if it's somebody I feel like would just be a, a, a good person to have on the episode from a, from a talking and an entertainment perspective, but that's just not going to be the, the core anymore. If I can, if I can help it, if I can manage to come up with enough content, um, on my own, the, the guest I hope will just be to enhance the, the podcast and a big part of that. And one of the reasons that I, I was a little bit frustrated and, and stepped away in March, it was a small aspect of it, but it was an aspect of it is, you know, the, 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 especially the traditional, um, bow hunting, uh, podcast arena, whatever you want, that genre, it's, it's pretty saturated right now. There's a lot of, there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of good content out there. Um, and especially when it comes to guests, you know, I think this has been mentioned before on the podcast and Nick and I talked about it quite a bit. We wanted the majority of our guests to be uh, the unknowns, the, the people that were either just getting started or were, you know, were, were not necessarily in the spotlight a lot. And I think we did that. I think a lot of the, a lot of guests that we had had not been on any podcast. Some had, you know, may have been on one or two or something like that. And I've even seen since then, a lot of the guests that we've had have now been on other podcasts and, and great, good for them and good for the, good for the podcast host or platform that, that had them on. I'm, I'm happy for them, but it just, it, <clears throat> that was part of the frustration for me of trying to find new guests that just really made this unenjoyable. Um, and I think for right now, that's one of the reasons why I want to try to 
take on the the new direction that I've talked about, and we'll just see how it plays out. Hopefully, that's a, a journey that we'll we'll take together. Um, last thing, uh, and I meant to mention this early, but uh, the last thing is with regards to um, sponsorship for the show. David and Tracy Belowski and several others were, but mostly the Belowskis at St. Joe River Bows were just amazing to, uh, for the podcast to, to me and Nick, um, they, you know, they were our, our longest running sponsor. And I had a conversation with, uh, David Belowski, um, after the first of the year, before I even decided to, to go on a hiatus about the sponsorship and just told him it's nothing against him, but to simplify my life, I stopped, uh, accepting sponsorship, uh, and don't at this point in time, do not look to add that back in. A lot of that just comes around the, the whole tax situation and having to deal with that. And for right now, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. So the cost of the podcast will be on me. Uh, hopefully, you know, if I get to the point where I'm, I'm looking to support and help pay for, uh, the, the hosting and the equipment and those kind of things, I will figure out a way to do it. And if I do, I will let you know, but for the listener, the good part there is no more, you know, 30 second, one minute ads at the beginning of the podcast that I know the majority of you hit the fast forward 10 second button, uh, to get past it anyway, but that, you know, that's, that's not going to be a part of the podcast for, for right, for the foreseeable future. I'll just say that. So look for just content and I would love to hear from you. Uh, I know we had several people reach out during the, the break wanting to know if we were coming back, that kind of thing. And I really appreciate the support and, you know, we'd love to, we'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. If you've got topic ideas, shoot me an email. My email is bowhunterga, one word at gmail.com. Very easy to remember. I try my best to respond to everybody. And if you've got an idea for an episode, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and with that, I'm going to wrap this one up. Uh, I, I'm just over 30 minutes and that's about where I wanted it to be. And I think that's what you can plan on going forward. I do, as I said, I've got a couple of ideas for future episodes that I'm, I'm currently ironing out and we'll be recording those soon. So look forward to, to those in the next week or so. And until that time, thank you so much for sticking with us. Thank you so much for uh, tuning into this episode. And I am looking forward to bringing you more content real soon. Until then, take care, everyone.